0: Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hello, I'm James Koteki here in the C-Space Studio at CES 2020. And I'm here with Denise Akarkos, the Chief Marketing Officer of SiriusXM and Pandora. Welcome to Thank you so much. the C-Space Studio. Thank you, happy to be here. Thanks for being here. So, okay, so SiriusXM acquired Pandora. So how do you understand and manage both brands, being the CMO of two related but still separate brands?
1: Yeah, um, I mean it's pretty cool at this point in your career to get two CMO jobs, which is basically what I've got. Um, So the integration's been about a year now between the two companies. And I have a team in Oakland, California, and I have a team in New York, and some spread out throughout the country. And, um, you know, they really are two brands. And there's a lot of things that we're going to share capability-wise and team-wise. But um, for now, it's it's really two separate brands. And it's kind of fun to really think about that and how do they show up in the marketplace together, separate. When do they come in together? When are they separate? Mm -hmm. So there's all sorts of decisions that I'm making. And it's just never... Ever been a bigger challenge, <laughs> but um, it's a good it's a good challenge to have.
0: And do you want consumers to be aware that they're two related brands, or is that something that you don't necessarily want? Well, to What's interesting, take in
1: I way. want artists to know for sure mm. because, and advertisers, right? Yeah. I mean, because that scale play of having SiriusXM and the Pandora brand you got to tell you, I mean, an artist is, is salivating over that opportunity to yeah. be on both platforms, and from an advertiser perspective, you aggregate 100 million you know, listeners, like that's pretty great. Um, so from that regard, I, I care a ton. Um, for the consumers, I really care about the content being great for the Pandora user, and sometimes it's going to mean we're leveraging SiriusXM's content, yeah. like Howard Stern, and I want them to know that. But in terms of the brand relationship, it's, it's probably secondary to more the B2B play and the okay. artist play.
0: Uh, does you probably I'm sure you love both of these brands equally but are there certain cases where it is better for an advertiser to get a SiriusXM listener versus a Pandora listener are there certain contexts where you would prefer people do one versus the other
1: You know it's funny it's a, it's a great question but I think coming from being an advertiser on Pandora and SiriusXM it's it's an interesting question for me um, it's all about the targeting and the capability so um, I want to make sure that we're able to reach the right customer in attitudinally, behaviorally, not just demographically. And we have really strong capabilities of that on the Pandora uh, ecosystem, and we're porting that over to SiriusXM as well. And so right now, if you really want to reach people in an addressable fashion, Pandora is the place to go, Mm -hmm. along with our ad buys on AdWiz and SoundCloud. We've got a huge ecosystem there.
0: And how many cars uh, is Sirius XM in right now? I mean, technologically, certain cars that are older just don't have the capability, but a lot of it comes built in.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's, it's such a fascinating part of the business model. So we are in about 80% of all cars coming off the line, and that number's going up. Um, So we really are entrenched in in all the manufacturers' relationships, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. And then, you know, in terms of your point about the used cars, you know, for a while there, you know, we were kind of just a victim of the fact that we may or may not be turned on in a used car. Until now, we've got a whole activation program of making sure that we're physically having people go out and turn it on in used car lots and and having those relationships really start to deepen um, and that we've seen great growth with
0: used cars as well. But is SiriusXM... Seriously, is also available as, as on my phone, right? Like I can get that radio content even when I'm not. In my car, do you what percentage of listening happens outside the car for SiriusXM?
1: Yeah, it's really small right now. So, um, but I, I love the point you're making because it's absolutely where the, we're, headed, we're headed is outside the car. Yeah. Um, so right now, majority of listeners, 38 million, are listening on SiriusXM in the car through satellite, so that one-way mm-hmm. um, you know delivery of the content. Uh, but the SiriusXM streaming app has been in existence for a little while now, and we're building up scale, but it's, it, it is quite small. It's about yeah. 400,000 right now, and so we're trying to really build that up, and it's really positioned as a companion to the car for current subscribers that's going to be short term once we really open the floodgates on that model um, it's going to be really great to see how that fares because that's where the future is you know it's all about streaming Um, we've got a great business in the satellite but we're smart to say okay when you know model year 22 comes out and more and more connected devices are happening in the car you know we need to be there with the streaming application and we've got that built
0: I know you're relatively new to the brand but Howard Stern was one of the first yeah. Howard Stern was really the name that said okay SiriusXM is like going to be a thing and Howard Stern's going to move all of his uh, assets over there was it was it just Sirius or just XM at that point um if, I know SiriusXM merged at some point too Yeah
1: yeah so, I play the new card on that my whether it was Sirius or was so XM I, I don't then. know about
0: the chronology exactly but my, together we have yeah. Howard But my question is Did the brand learn things from that about what it means to put out good creative content and what are the lessons that the brand kind of uses from that today?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I'll speak to the lessons we're learning right now with that exact same example. So we um, have such great content on SiriusXM that is, you know, it's sports, it's music, it's entertainment, it's news. It's politics. It's everything. Yeah. Um, And on Pandora, we're starting to take the best of that content on SiriusXM. And we, for instance, with Howard, we put Howard's 19 best podcasts from 2019. And now that's on Pandora. And Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the listeners are loving it. They're staying longer. Our listening hours are up year over year because a lot of these plays that we're making and the bets we're making on content, we're going to go big on content and making sure that we're leveraging the best of both on each platform. And, and, you know, we'll learn. Some things are working, some things are not. Howard's working.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you share me some examples of something that didn't work? Or just one example that just, something that just didn't really... Yeah, well,
1: I'd say that, um, you know, trying to, if we have a pursuit to launch um, new artists outside of music, so so let's say athletes or news or podcasts, our Pandora listeners used to music. And so we Uh, may want them to diversify their listening, mm -hmm. but they may not want to. So it's not that those things aren't working, but we're learning which customer wants the right kind of uh, companion content to music, and which one really looks to us for just music. So, there's little lessons in there um, that we're learning kind of how to deliver the right um, slate of content for the right listener.
0: Uh, let's talk about a big tech trend that's happening right now yeah. voice. It's been at the show here at CES yep. for years. Obviously, it's more pervasive than ever. How is that fitting into your plans?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, voice is it's so awesome. So we've increased our listenership on connected devices 100% year over year. So it is so in the sweet spot for XM and for Pandora. Um, we know that people are listening to our content longer on these connected devices um, because those are the habits that they've already formed. We've just made it so much easier for them. So all the trends we're hearing here at CES, we're just the beneficiaries of, whether it's mm-hmm. speed through 5G, people getting access to their content faster, or whether it's all the connected home and connected devices. Um, you know, our whole brand positioning is around, like, we want to be a companion to the day parts of your life. And this is enabling that strategy. So we're just so excited about it. It's only going to get better for us. Um, so hopefully, and for the listener.
0: Is there a limit to how much Pandora or XM someone could realistically listen to? I mean, given that I do put on, like, a white noise machine at night, so theoretically you could get the sleeping hours... <laughs> Right, but there, uh, what, do you do you think about the, the limit of how much you can reasonably expect someone to listen to?
1: I, I mean, I I do not. I only think about the opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. we're bringing on partnerships with Drake and Marvel, mm-hmm. and I mean, and Kevin Hart, and, yeah. and the diversification of, of all this different talent, and certainly, you know, we've got Gronk and LeBron. Yeah, you know, and. It just to me, it's endless and boundless. We, people can't get enough content, and um, we're able to really bring that to them. So I feel great about the future.
0: We're speaking with Denise Carcos, Chief Marketing Officer, at Pandora. I know that brands with purpose is an important uh, factor for you. What does it mean for a brand to have a purpose? Is that different than how you and I might have a purpose as people?
1: Um, great. Our purpose is to amplify and inspire people with audio entertainment, and the thing I care most about is is that just you know a placard on a wall or is that are we talking the talk I did this in my last job too and I'm very passionate about it unless a brand is built authentically from the inside out you cannot be an effective marketer if I go out there and build a promise to the world and that's not what's happening in our four walls then that's such a disservice Mm -hmm. and by the way customers and listeners know if there's a discord there Um, so in our you know offices at Sirius XM and at Pandora on both coasts you got people who are walking the halls with talent and artists trying to build the next experience for the listener and it's real so how do you inspire that next listener Um, so in terms of like you and I having a purpose I think it's the north star like what are we aiming for in our careers and our lives it's the same thing for a brand it just has to be super authentic and you have to deliver on it
0: I believe right now you are the at-age CMO of the year. Is that correct? I
1: am. Congratulations yeah, on that. Thank you so that. much. Uh,
0: what, uh, what advice do you give to other marketers? I'm sure people ask you for advice all the time, and many of people here at C-Space probably want to be the CMO of the year someday, so how do you get yeah, there?
1: Yeah, well, I, I'll say a few things. Um, when I was ascending to CMO and wanted that job, first of all, setting your sights, knowing what you want to be when you grow up, Mm -hmm. um, and then making sure people know about it in an authentic way so they're going to support you. Um, and having that sponsorship and that mentorship. Um, But then also, like, knowing what your brand is. You can't be a marketer and not think about your own personal brand. And what do you want to stand for? Are you going to be a a data and science person? Are you going to be a big brand person? Are you going to be a technologist? Like, what are you most passionate about authentically that you can lean into? Because then you're going to find jobs that find that sweet spot for you, and it's going to be a perfect marriage. Um, And for me, it was all about the, the marriage of art and science and using data to drive art. You know, and, and that's worked out really well for me. I have a position. This is what I stand mm-hmm. for. And so some companies wouldn't be interested in me when the time came that I was ready to move on. You know, I had been at TD Ameritrade for 10 years, CMO for five and a half, and I built an amazing team. And you got to look around at one point and realize when it's your time to go. And when that time is, you better have made sure that you're ready and that people know what you want to do and that you know what you want to do. And I set that up for myself.
0: So it was moving from a financial brand like TD Ameritrade to a music audio brand, XM Series Pandora. Was that easier than people might expect because you had all that kind of back end, for, last, for lack of a better term, purpose and kind of ideas around yourself built in?
1: Yeah, well, I think um, the biggest thing for me is in terms of CMOs, it's all about driving growth. I think you'll hear that from all of us. And that doesn't discriminate against ca- across categories. Um, nor does knowing the customer and caring about the customer. It may be a different customer, um, but on that platform of my job is to drive growth for a company and to know the customer as well as I possibly can and share those insights across the company, that is something that's palatable for any corporation. Um, You know, From a career advice perspective, you know, when the recruiters call, you know, I was getting a lot of financial services calls. And I was clear to say that my next journey is not going to be there. I want to stretch myself beyond that. And I made that very, very well known so that when the time was ripe for me to leave, I was getting the right calls. And I think that was a really critical step for me Um, It it was a couple years of those relationships building outside of the category in order to get these opportunities.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing a few yeah. moments of your journey with us, Chris sure. Carco, CMO so of SiriusXM and Pandora. Thank you for being here. Thank
1: you, appreciate it.
0: This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network.